Good evening. What up? What up? What up? What up? Super duty tough work. Yeah, man. I kind of forgot about her um, earlier today. Did us dirty. <laughs> this is the first week Illogic actually forgot about the podcast. Yeah, man. I, hey, it's been a long day. I had like kids stuff I had to do. You know, my oldest going in high school. Yeah. So I had to go, you know, to the high school. Let him know you wasn't about no games. Right, right. It was, it was a mandatory, you know, high school thing. And the wife went and she called me like, you coming to this high school? I was like, oh, shit, yeah. You know, so I had to rush and get to that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny because me, me and my son earlier over this weekend, we was having a talk and he was talking about going into high school, you know, how like. You know he gonna be the man, and, you know what I'm saying? All this, right? So you I'm know. like, I'm like, you gonna be a freshman? You give me two weeks, I'm gonna be running the place, Dad. <laughs> right, right. Talk about how I you remember gonna, talking like that when I was yeah, that talking age. real, 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 real fresh. I'm gonna be twice as popular as I am right now. Right. He you, just yeah, because I was the man. Yeah, he the man in middle school. You in eighth grade, son. You yeah. like the big kids. Right, right, right. So I, I was like, man, I was like, you realize like you are gonna be competing with boys with cars. And jobs, boys who are almost men. Right, right, right. You know, I was like, you, you can be cute all you want, but if you don't got a car, nah. it ain't gonna matter in high school. Nah. And if you ain't taller than the girl that you're trying to talk to, it ain't gonna matter in high school. You, I was like, I give you, I give you eleventh grade, bro. <laughs> with the short man, <laughs> short man, Napoleon joint. Because like, it's sorry. real, man. It's real. Too short, son. Because I saw today when I was at his high school, like. All, you could tell the freshmen. You yeah. could tell who the freshmen were. Yeah. It was like, y'all ain't hit puberty yet. Y'all yeah. y'all just now going through the <laughs> stages. You know, you could tell who the 11th, 12th graders were. Yeah. You know, super tall, you know, built dudes that look almost like men already. Yeah. yeah. You know, with their moms, like, you know, under their arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you're going to compete with, bro. Like, you talking real. Like, I'm going to be pulling seniors. I'm like, no, you're not. You're you not pulling nothing. <laughs> you better work on some ninth graders first. Right. You better work on your, you better yeah. get used to your schoolwork. That's yeah. what you, Keep that's what you need. Pulling seniors. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to, I had to take him down a couple pegs. <laughs> Man, the first week of school going to take you down a couple <laughs> Oh, more. yeah. It's going to be real. Ooh, it's going to wow. be real life. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. It's going to be real life. He's going to get smacked in the face. Yeah. They totally don't like us. <laughs> Right. Just for being freshmen. Right. Just because we freshmen. <laughs> That's it. Right. It's all it takes. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, welcome back, man. I'm yeah, glad you could make it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like two hours later than normal. <laughs> right. Recording you, this yeah, shit. Yeah. Usually I'm home getting ready to go to go eat or something. Yeah. Waiting on me. I was like, man, I'm just going to read while my man is hanging out. I text you like, yeah, let me know when you're in route. Yeah. And I hit you with, I hit question. You with question marks. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what? I was like, podcast like oh shit yeah it's wednesday (laughs) (laughs) my bad one of them days man it worked out it gave me time to chill man i was getting dirty anyway Um, get my manual labor on oh we're fixing things painting things right you ain't find no um no f-150s in your driveway (laughs) (laughs) nah nothing like that you know nothing that that dope you know Uh, it's been hood stories it's hood stories all the time you know but nothing like a truck in my driveway yeah yeah almost gotten random beef the other day over i don't even know what it was about in the hood not over here and off of parsons for what so I was <laughs> just random. Random, beat. bro. It was random. I was I was walk I went to get my AC fix. You know, I got the new hoopty. Right. So the only it's this place over there called Hand Auto on mm. Parsons that uh they do like the best AC work, period. Okay. They're specialists. That's all they really do. Oh work. Air conditioning. Yeah. You know, and I've took in my vans there in the past and they just kill it. They're just super pro, super inexpensive. Mm-hmm. 
but it's in the hood. I need that done. You need guy. Hey, hand auto or some Parsons. All right. And so, uh, but you know, it's right where we saw those prostitutes at though. <laughs> all the hoes. Yeah. <laughs> when we was out shooting the other day, and right. we were like, damn, what's up with all these hoes? <laughs> Like it was like six hoes in a three block period. They had every corner on smash, right? Yeah, they was getting it in. So this spot is right over there. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't live over there. I live in the, you know, <laughs> right, right. My neighborhood right. is cool, right? You know what I'm saying? That shit, I couldn't live over there. And so uh, I get there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well you know, uh, we only take cash now for the deposit uh, to look at it." Okay. Thing. And I was like, "Shit!" And they was like, "Well, you know, Kroger's like two blocks away, so you can walk down there if you want to go there, or you can just." You know, dip, get the money, come back. I was like, you know what? I need to walk anyway. So I'm going to go walk to Kroger. Mm-hmm. It's two blocks up. So I start walking to Kroger. You know, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I look over my shoulder. I get to right to the intersection where Kroger is, and I just start hearing, hey, motherfucker. Talking yeah. to you? Dog, I was. Oh, confused. you didn't know? Okay. I didn't know at this time because right. I'm just in my zone. It's it's early, bro. Right. It's like ten o'clock. Yeah, fresh air. Yeah, you know? I didn't even see no hookers out. I was like, oh, it's chill over here today. <laughs> right. You know. I look over my shoulder and I see this dude just walking towards me, barking like, "Hey, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, you you come around here with that shit." And I was like, "Yo, <laughs> he was really turning up on me." Wow. And I just was, but I was confused because you know when you, I'm from the hood, man. Like I don't I don't look at people. My first thought was, "Who is he talking to?" Right. Of course. So I was definitely disoriented at first because you know you you from the you know your first your first question is just not like. Why is he saying this to me? Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah, who the fuck are you think? Who's <laughs> <laughs> this you crazy lost your fucking mind? Yeah. 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 So, but then, I, you know, then like the instincts, hood instincts kick in. Right. And I'm like, oh, I think he's talking to me. Okay. I was like, well, you know, let me just walk across this street, man, and get on in this Kroger. I got to walk past this fool anyway. I hope he's not out here when I go back because right. I don't really have a choice. Right, right. I have to walk past this right, spot. Right. <laughs> Right, I gotta confront the situation. Yeah, I gotta confront this as yeah. a man. So I get in the Kroger. And I'm like, wow, it's too early for this, but I gotta make sure. So what should I do? So I'm like, okay, well, I got this big giant key ring, mm-hmm. and I can bust his face with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I get this if, big if giant, necessary. Yeah, round key ring. I was like, I can crack his face with that if he really say something crazy, <laughs> come at me. But then I'm like, wow, I'm in a Kroger. They have knives here. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, so I'm like, all right, well. Plotting his demise. Yeah, I'm like, well, if it come down to it, I might have to stab this fool up. I don't know what the fuck's, now that the super hood instinct right. is kicking in. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I, I immediately reverted back from the refined, cool Al <laughs> right. that we all know. I might have to stab a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I started walking down the, the kitchenware aisle in Kroger. <laughs> Looking for like a paring knife or this something that's like concealable. Yeah, it's concealable because I had on shorts, you know, a nail jacket, you know, a little tiny t-shirt. I'm like, man, how can I get out of here with this joint? And you know, I don't want him saying that. But I, I got, I got to protect myself, right? Of you course, know, I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, being a black man is hard. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, do other people have to worry about this shit? That's Only in the fucking that. hood. Well, can you just be about your business, just chilling, right. and a motherfucker start threatening you? Then next thing you know, you're like, I need to find a paring knife. <laughs> So I'm thinking, okay, which is the cheapest joint? The biggest but cheapest for the bank, most bang for the buck. You know, (laughs) you can really stab a motherfucker up with. So this one joint is like $5. Like, let me just get this real quick. So I got the money out for my AC. Uh Then I went and copped a long ass knife. (laughs) This is so fucking funny. Walk out Kroger. Uh 
and I was like, you know, and I look crazy as hell because I'm taking the knife out of the plastic in front of Kroger <laughs> and putting it in my belt, you know, so that it's hidden, you know. Right. And uh, I'm like, all right, man. I hope you don't say that. Man. Right. If he if he if he start this shit again. Mm. I'm gonna put an end to it. It's not. He's not gonna be threatening me out here. I don't know this dude. He could have a gun. He could do whatever. Right, right, I don't, it's right. not my neighborhood. Right. I don't know it like that. And I know that it's it's a bad enough neighborhood where hookers be out in broad daylight. Yeah, word. I know that much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I grew up, you know, near that block, so I I know how it gets busy over there. Yeah. You know, so uh, so I'm like, all right, let me walk back. I turn the corner back on the Parsons from Kroger. I see this fool sitting on a stoop. Waiting, yeah, <laughs> waiting, waiting uh, across the street. I'm like, man, what do I do? Mm. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk past. You know, and if he say something, and if he try to turn up, and if he try to come over here, it's on. It's gonna be bad for him. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be really bad. bad. Yeah. So I just walk. I was like, you know, I look over. He ain't say nothing. I keep walking. I look. I said, like, he gonna say something. Cause at that point I was like, all yeah, right, like I, say something. I wish a motherfucker would at this point. <laughs> fuck your. I hat, was strapped. <laughs> yeah, fuck your punk ass hat. You know, I was ready. I was ready for the showdown. You know, three o'clock high in this bitch. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> whatever. You know. And then he didn't even say shit. You uh, know. So then I walked back down. I got about a block from the the, the auto shop, and then I just you know threw the knife away uh-huh. and went back and paid for my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But I was like, man, why you gotta be so hard being a black man out here, hey, man, man? It's difficult, man. That's the shit no one even understands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, fuck racism. Right. I gotta worry about ignorant degenerates just threatening me for no goddamn reason. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah, I gotta start thinking about pairing knives when I'm going. Come on. <laughs> just out of the blue at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> Get the most Running bang up for on my me, butt. yelling at me, man. That's just unacceptable, man. Yeah. Like that shit doesn't happen where I live. Nah. Like, what? Who the fuck does that? I don't know. That's some. That's some stupid shit. Yeah, I would hate that stab my fuck up. I mean, <laughs> that is so. Funny. I, I was not prepared to lose, man. <laughs> I wasn't ready to take an L, bro. I'm not taking no L's out here. <laughs> what can I slice this motherfucker up? But that, that's it. That's it this week, man. Nothing major. That's funny. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Good shit. Awesome. So super duty. What we what we talking about? This oh, week? this Let's week, see. man. Yo, we got uh, Azalea Banks in the news. Yeah, Azalea Banks in the news, man. So, she, you know, she promised she promises to quit social media, man. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> I think she burnt out. So we gonna <laughs> we gonna talk about uh, ten ways to not get burnt out yeah. with social media. How, how to avoid social media burnout? How to avoid it? That's it, man. Yeah, that's you know, it. so we will take a break and we come back and talk about that. Yes, sir. Because some of y'all need to take a break. Yeah, a, a lot of y'all need to take <laughs> a, lot a break. A lot of y'all. And some a couple breaks. Stop doing so much. <laughs> we'll be back. You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations. No shucking, no jiving. And no bullshit. Oh man! All right, so we back in the building. Yeah. Yeah. So most infamous, most infamous podcast in the whole whole galaxy. Yes, I like that. This side of Saturn, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Word. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gonna talk about how to avoid social media burnout. Uh. Uh, and this is the basis for our talk today. Uh, Zelia Banks promises to quit social media forever which we know is a lie um twitter 
Uh, all right. Twitter suspended Azalea Banks' account back in May after she made racist remarks about former One Direction member Zion Malik. Now the singer says she is quitting all social media forever. On Facebook, Azalea Banks announced that she was quitting all social media for good. And this is her little post. She announced that on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. On social media, she well, you got to. You know what I'm saying? You she got, got on social media. Yeah, she got on she's social. Not be on social media. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Um, all right. This is what she said. This was her post. I'm seriously tired of people's feelings. I'm tired of seeing their overly sensitive reactions and responses to everything. So sorry for her. It's time. It's our fault. Yeah, yeah, it's all our fault. Um, I'm tired of having everything I say or do be be monitored, and I'm tired of being told how I should be behaving. I don't want to be accountable. Yeah, I'm quitting social. I'm quitting Facebook and any other form of social media that allows me to engage with people. My legacy can't live. <laughs> that allows me to engage with people. Yeah, so she should just stay in the house. Yeah, my legacy cannot live and die on social media goodbye bitch is already dead it is what's she talking about it is it cannot live and die on social media yeah so that's mrs elia banks man and she's wilding i mean she's not wilding for quitting she probably should have quit a long time ago right her whole her whole social media persona was just troll-nificent yeah, she was definitely. just the biggest fucking troll. But I don't even know if she was trolling. She actually meant everything she was saying. On that. Right. So it's. I mean, th- but that's the thing. Is it trolling if you mean what you're saying, no. even if you're being an asshole? Mm-mm. So it's not trolling. No. If you. So she wasn't necessarily a troll because she was no. like she was to her. They was facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was facts. I mean, there's so much weirdness about it. Like you're saying, it's like, girl, ain't nobody thinking about you. Like, right. we Do we you. care? Yeah. Are we really gonna say we miss her on social media? Not so much. Nah, that guy uh, Milo, who was uh, who got suspended for, I guess trolling that chick from the Ghostbusters flick. Mm-hmm. Right. People are still on there like free Milo, bring Milo back, free Milo. Right. Hashtagging. Right. We'll see no such thing for Azalea Banks. No, we haven't. She's been gone since May. Yeah. No one is like bring Azalea Banks. Yeah. Back. Like no one wants free her back. Free Azalea. Yeah. No one cares. No, we don't miss her. No one cares. <laughs> the world. And plus, since we uh, what we talked about a couple weeks ago about the uh, the reality show Death Trap. Yes, well, she's about to walk right in. She's about to walk right into the Death Trap. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So maybe she thinks that you know well, I got you know I got this big check from. Big brother, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I don't even need social media no more. Fuck a rap career, you know what I mean? She gonna be on there every week trying to clarify right. the bullshit she did on each episode. Exactamundo. She gonna have to be, because she gonna feel like she has to be. She gonna have to feel like, she gonna feel like she has to defend herself. Yes. Yeah, so she gonna, she, she'll have another Twitter handle. Or, yeah. she, or she gonna be, um like, I have a secret handle, so... Try to, so people don't know it's her. Or yeah, her shit. unofficial page. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she. I mean, how else is she gonna get validation? You know, yeah. I don't know. This has been a long time coming. She should have quit like two years ago, Easy. three years ago. Yeah, but you know, we don't want it to come to that. So that's nah. what this episode is about, right? Exactly. So it's about how to avoid social media burnout. Yeah, man, and it's and and it and it's it's easy to easy. get burnt out as a fan. Yep. And as an artist. Yes. And as just a person. Yes. In general. Just, yeah. Like, it, it, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like, think about this. The average person has whatever. Let's say 500 Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. And you think about how many friends you have. That's just one network. Right. And you have Twitter. Right. LinkedIn. Instagram. Some people. Instagram. 
you know, then your social, your real social network. Right. I'll say real because it's like people you could actually see. Right. You know, uh, you know, which could be your church community, mm-hmm. uh, people you grew up with, or whatever. It's like, man, people have to manage all these relationships. It can be overwhelming. That's too much. Too much, man. You know, so uh, you know, we got a list of tips. Yeah. Some for the artists. Some for the regular Joe. Right. You know, and uh, these things are going to help you avoid it. We don't need no more Azalea Bankses out there. Nah, we sure as hell don't. We We trying. We happy the only one we got is gone. <laughs> right. Yeah, she can stay gone for all I can. Stay gone, girl. Stay, stay, stay away. So we going to we gonna break this thing down, man. You want to go first? You want to yeah, set it off? Yeah, I set it Number off. Number 10? I set it off. I set it off. All right. So take some time off. Take breaks. Mm-hmm. Take breaks. Take breaks from social media. Take some breaks. See, I try personally when I'm not. See, it is in, as an artist, you know, when you are in campaign mode, mm-hmm. you have a tendency to want to be on there, you know, check and see who talk about you, you know, posting your video, posting this and that. Even in that, even in that time, you still got to take some time off. Because like we talked about even on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, there's certain days where the traffic is light anyway. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So on those light days, you don't really need to post anyway. So take a day off. It's true. You know, sit the phone down. It's true. Get off the computer. Take some time off. I agree. I agree. I think people don't. They look at social media as something like the more active they are, the more they have to be. Right. So they create this uh, this expectation of participation that ultimately comes back to haunt them, man. That is so true. And uh, I try to do the opposite. Like, I've pretty much phased out. 90% of my 95% of my personal Facebook use mm-hmm. like I don't use that thing at all except for you know personal messages and I'll post every now and again mm-hmm. but um, I no longer feel like I have to engage in that setting right. you know not like I used to man and I have days I have days you know I have a day I call I got I call it social media Sundays mm-hmm. social media Sundays for me is where I mean I don't really do anything on the web Saturday but then on Sunday I will pretty much start plotting out all of my posts for the week mm-hmm. take a couple hours and do that that saves me just from taking that one day it allows me to not be on the web as much during the week right like if i know that i'm going to be posting updates about the podcast or a blog or an album mm-hmm. and i can just automate that all right then that automatically takes me out of that place where I feel like I have to stay on the scene to be relevant. Right. It's like this thing can go with me doing something completely else. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know, especially artists that have artist pages, you can you can set times for your posts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can plan your you can do that. You can plan your posts out for your week for blogs, for websites. You can yep. do that. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to be on your social media all the time in order to get your Facebook post, you know, posted for your album or whatever. You know, so yeah, I think that's that's take awesome. breaks, take them, and and then I'll add this too. When you feel tired of social media, turn it off. Social media probably tired of you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. Yeah. They're probably tired of your ass. Right. Like that's social media talking to you. It's right. like a relationship, man. <laughs> you know, if you think that you're sick of that person, they're probably sick of you too. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, so straight up. don't feel guilty about turning it off and doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you take a break from it, do something that is the opposite. Right. Go to a party, go to a cookout, 
go hang out with friends go to an open mic go to a concert go actually don't go really be social yeah be social be really yeah. social not social media right. be social yeah. like physically social right. and i think when you do that it allows you to have more perspective it takes the pressure off of social media so yeah take a break i like that it's number nine yeah oh, oh that's, that's number, number 10, 10. Yeah. okay number nine my turn huh let me see what i got yo this one manage the energy oh now, what do I mean by that? I mean that you, as a person who reads and posts on social media, are subject to the energy that you put out and receive on social media. Yes. Some people don't even, they don't really get that. They just think that social media is this thing that happens. But if you really look at like an app like Facebook, to me, Facebook is just like television, but it's curated by your friends. Right. Right. It's like if so that the programming that's shown in your timeline tends to fit the sensibilities of the people who you've befriended. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes that doesn't always work. Every now and again, you got a friend whose social or political uh, philosophies piss you off. Yes. You're like, why is this program on my television? <laughs> I don't be watching no Rush Limbaugh. Right. Or I don't be watching no whoever it may be, mm -hmm. uh, conservative or maybe even just someone so liberal. You're like, I don't like the liberals. I don't like these this programming. Mm -hmm. But you have control. Right. Because you are the one who sets the energy for that. And, and at the same time, it stops at you. So think about it. When you post something on social media, you're putting a certain energy out into the world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys don't get it. But when you post a post that says, I'm sad, what do you think the responses are going to be? Subconsciously, you're looking for a, a response. Right. The it'll be OK. Mm -hmm. You know, don't worry about it. Right. Keep your head up. And then you're going to get a couple people like, yo, get up off your ass. <laughs> right. Hey, man, I'm sad, too, but I'm still living life. Right. We don't want to hear that. And, you, and you'll get mad at that. Right. right. But that's what life is. Life is the compassion. And it's also the criticism. Mm -hmm. And you set yourself up to fail by putting this piece of, of energy out there and not being aware of how it was going to come back to you. Yes. That's the negative side. On the flip side, when you put out positive energy all the time, what are you going to get back? Yeah, you're going to get positive, positive energy all the time. Yes. So think it's like your mama would say, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Right. The same philosophy applies to social media people. If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> I got to say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. On social media too. Yes. It's the same fucking rules. The it applies thing. everywhere in life. That doesn't mean that we don't share bad things that happen to us. Right. But like everything in life, there is a balance and we got to know what we're putting out there is usually what determines what comes back to us. That is so, so true. Manage the energy of what you put out and also what you receive on your social media profile by what you receive. I mean, if you know that racism gets you upset, then why? Would you subscribe to sites who post about racial injustices all the time? Right. That's going to fuck with your emotions, Smokey. Yeah. You're going to be out here 
<laughs> on edge. On edge all the time. Yeah, Racism if you're black, exists. if you're black, yeah. you're gonna be looking at white people all day. Yeah, like, mad as hell. Mad, just mad for no reason. I don't reason. get that. Yeah, mad for I no reason. I don't get that at all. Mm. I would think that if if you don't enjoy racism or maybe it's sexism Mm -hmm. you know or maybe it's animal cruelty right maybe it's whatever pisses you the fuck off Mm -hmm. why is it that your social media profiles actually uh uh flame that fire you know add flames to that they stoke that fire why is that does it mean that people subconsciously, you know, are gravitated towards the energy they put out there? It is. It's the same thing. If you're putting your social media profiles in a place to where they are feeding you things that keep you emotionally angry and running around and unstable, that's all your fault. It's not that all this shit is happening in the world. It's just that you decided to leave it on that channel all the time. Right. Manage the energy, change the channel. Number nine. That's that's bars. I don't even really even got nothing to say. <laughs> I don't even really got nothing to say because that's that's so that's so true. Now the, my next one kind of relates kind of relates to that. Keep your private life private. Woo! Say that one again. Keep your private life private. If your girl cheating on you, we don't want to hear that. Woo! If your man cheating on you, we don't want to hear that. He ain't no good. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't stand him. Yeah, like that has, and, and that goes into the energy thing too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Keep your private life, especially if it's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Your pri- like now, if you get married, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that is a happy occasion. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Share. share, share away. You know, share away. But you know. I don't want to hear all the negative that's happening in your life. All, all your boyfriend and your this and that. No, we don't want to hear that. No, that has that that could do nothing to benefit no. my day. Oh my god, it's awful. You know, and people who post like there's been there. I I do I do my spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, every year, and I I I take I take account throughout the year <laughs> of all the stuff that people. I'm I'm so I'm dead serious. All the people that post crazy stuff because most of the people that are on my personal page I actually know them in some form yeah you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah like i make sure to keep my personal and artist page separate but i try to take account throughout the year of the people who post shit like that and who post who's always on some debbie downer shit uh, you know what i'm saying and whoa you me. know like i will I, i'll take i'll let give them a year yeah you know what i'm saying and i will i will let motherfuckers go you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> because i i take i take i take pride in the energy of the people that are around me as a human being in my normal everyday life. So why wouldn't I do that on social media? You know, and I don't want to hear about everybody's private shit. You know, I don't post my private stuff online. Mm -hmm. You know, I barely, I I barely wish people happy birthday on Facebook. Cause if I know you, I'm going to send you a text message. I ain't, I ain't worried about Facebook. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Facebook is just there to remind me. Right. Right. Yeah. And if, and if I, most of the time, cause I got too many friends. So Facebook does remind me, but I ain't sending you a message on Facebook. If we boys or we homies like that, you're going to get a text message from me or a phone call straight Say up. Say it again. You know, and, and sometimes my, my, my Taya used to get mad at me cause I wouldn't wish her happy birthday on Facebook. I'm like, how's I, she going to get mad at you? You live with her. Exactly. Like I wish she you, just I wish want you everybody happy. to see it. Right. Like. She just want everybody to see <laughs> that. Oh, he knows. My, of course you live with you, my wife. Yeah, you. Besides, remembered you, my mom, you, you family. So you and you, my mom, my brothers, you know, my kids. Yeah, y'all the only happy birthdays that I do know. Yeah, that I don't have to look at Facebook for. Straight up. 
So, you know, keep your private shit private. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to add on to that. Yeah, go ahead. Because here's, here's, here's a big problem with people who don't keep their private life private. Okay, let's say, for example, you break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. The, and that person doesn't say anything about it. All right. You, on the other hand, get on Facebook and start speaking some very choice words about that person. Loose lips. Yes. <laughs> now, let's say... For example, a year later, you and that person reconcile. Mm-hmm. Now, what are people going to remember about your behavior? Yeah, They're going to really question your character at this point. Yeah. They say, well, if he was that bad, if he was a dog that you say he was, if she was the slut in the hole that you say she was, yes. why did you get back with them a year later? Right. What's wrong with you? Yes, they're looking at you now. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, and it, and and it's your fault because you made it public. Yeah, you put your shit out yes. there. Yes, what's made public can never be brought back private. It can never be yeah. brought back into the dark. You know, and and people are getting eaten alive by their own foolishness. Yeah, this they're, is so true. Yeah, they put their own shit out there, and then everyone starts looking at them like, man, she crazy. She yeah, then you wonder why me. people looking at you like right. that. Right. Why are you judging me? That's yeah. the first thing they say. <laughs> Only God me. can judge me. Right. You know, and it goes the same way. Like, say, for pe- example, people who, who profess to have the perfect relationship. Right. So every day in their timeline, they're telling you, all the minutia of their relationship. Girl, he rubbed my feet today, y'all. I got the best man ever. <laughs> right. He took me to a movie today, y'all. I got the best man ever. He did. We had the best wedding, y'all. It was the best wedding ever. Mm. We got the best marriage, y'all. We're getting divorced, y'all. <laughs> right, right. The embarrassment that they have, and a lot of times people don't want to share that part of it, mm-hmm. but when they do, they feel really shitty because they're so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. That, that they had to admit that they failed. Right. And the only reason they're embarrassed is because every week they would just slam dunking it in all their friends' face how great right. it was. Right. Like, yeah, ah, take that. <laughs> Better than you. Ah, take that. Just dunking on everybody. You know what I mean? Right. Just styling on everybody. Like, y'all, I got, y'all ain't got nothing. Me right. and my man, perfect. Me and my girl, perfect. And so when you, when you reveal these situations, you got to know that you are setting yourself up to be judged on them later by yes. your private life. And that goes for everything from the most mundane stuff to my girls. Awesome. To, mm-hmm. you know, I stole some fucking cookies from my job. Right. To my coworker is a jerk mm-hmm. to, you know, I got evicted mm-hmm. to my boyfriend dumped me to I cheated on him, but we still friends to <laughs> my kids is running around in the street barefoot with diapers on looking homeless you know like you're gonna get judged right so be careful about what you put out there yeah please be careful yeah that's number eight number eight 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 all right your turn number seven uh let me see what i got this is for uh mm, hold on yes number seven selective following Mm. that means from twitter LinkedIn to Instagram to Snapchat to Facebook be selective about who and what you follow yes a lot of times we feel pressure as artists and as regular people to follow the people we know Mm -hmm. on these outlets and sometimes that ends up being a big mistake 
not because we're not friends with them, but, but because the way people act on social media is often different than how they act in real life. <laughs> yes, this is true. You got people in real life who are the nicest people. Mm-hmm. And then on social media, they turn into jerks. Yes. They're the most confrontational, radical, loud, narcissistic people you ever could think of. But when you met them and you know them and you hang out, they're chill and quiet and laid back. Mm-hmm. And you see them online and, they, you know, they, they tweet a thousand times a day mm-hmm. about the most minute and obnoxious, boring, dumb shit, ignorant, degenerate shit as well. Yes. And you're like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. This is not the person I know. <laughs> yes. He's a degenerate. You get let down. Yeah. <laughs> they break your heart. Disappointment. So the question, because why am I following them? And the reason that you follow them is the same reason that you're friends with them which is not a good reason for either. And that reason is because you were the day before. Right. You're friends with them because you were friends already. You follow them on social media because you follow them already. Mm-hmm. The question should be, why am I not following, why am I following someone who's not adding value? Right. Or who isn't giving, contributing to a positive experience? Yeah, in social media. Yes, but yeah. we're busy following people because that's the homie. Right. I don't want to unfriend him unfollow him because he gonna get mad mm-hmm. i'm gonna look like a jerk <laughs> instead of this guy you know we we when we don't unfollow people like that we 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 incentivize narcissism yes yeah you see what i'm saying yeah. like we're basically saying look do and act like a a melodramatic narcissistic asshole all day and all night and I'll still follow you. And it's bro. cool with me. It's cool. It's all right. Like, because I know you. Yeah. I know the real you. I know the real you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. It's the wrong approach. Yeah. We should be de incentivizing narcissism. Mm-hmm. We should be saying, look, tweet what you want. Your follower count going to take a hit. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> I won't be following you. Yeah. I don't know about what you're tweeting about. Muted you, fam. Unfriended you, fam. Unfollowed you, fam. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what you were talking about before about the energy. Yes. If you're if you have people, if you're following people, whether you know them or not, that are not giving out the right energy, that is not giving energy that's going to, you know, that's edifying to you as a human being, as an artist. Yes. You know, then what's the purpose? Thank you. Just because you know. them. Yeah. That's not a good enough reason. It's not. It's not. It doesn't make sense. No. And think about life, man. Life is like I don't know about everybody else, but I'm big on like self-development, mm-hmm. you know, reading, um, trying to stay inspired every day as an artist is very hard oh, yeah. because we all have lives that get in the way. Mm-hmm. We have activities that are not creative that we have to do in order to earn the time to be creative, right? So we should be curating our social media experience. Right. We, that means we should be deliberate. If you're going to throw an art show in an art gallery, do you just let anybody come hang pictures on the wall? No, of course not. You let a bunch of, you know, nine-year-olds put up art who are awful. <laughs> right. They're cute, but their art is terrible. Mm. Or you let a bunch of terrible amateurs. Or do you want to curate the experience? It's your gallery. Yes. You got to stare at it every day. This is true. You need to make sure it inspires you. Otherwise, it's your fucking fault. Yes. It's not their fault. You got to be selective 
and who you're following. So if you find that you're selective, I mean, so that you're that you're inspired by following uh, people who uh, are into the same hobbies as you, mm-hmm. then do that. If they have similar interests as you, then do that. If they have a similar worldview, follow them. Follow positive people, and your thoughts will ultimately be positive more than negative. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in a negative dark space, follow positive people. Yes, because that'll help get you out of that <laughs> negative dark space. Yes, yes. If you're into, you know, like I'm into certain shit. I'm into documentary filmmaking mm-hmm. as a hobby. I follow nine or ten websites like that, specifically about that, because it makes me think. Hmm. It makes I, I, they they post articles for me to read. Yeah. It helps me learn about my craft and mm-hmm. stay inspired instead of hearing rappers talk about you bullshit. Know, Thank you. <laughs> bullshit. Right. Straight up. Like I like y'all. A as bunch people. of nothing. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you add nothing constructive to the conversation. So I have to be selective in who I follow. Yeah. I I definitely agree. Take a break. Take a break. Bam. What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project. The Vigilante Genesis EP is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD blue vinyl and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net so order your copy today thanks again for your support word back in the building uh yeah how not to get burnt out uh (laughs) social media uh don't become azalea banks uh easy boss (laughs) boss <laughs> all right so what were you on seven six number six number six it's on you son number six all right don't argue with people on social media uh don't argue with people just staying with the whole energy thing like yeah. there's there's no reason to argue with people like you don't argue with people just like if you if you at the grocery store for example <laughs> you know what i'm saying and you know somebody talking to you know on the phone you ain't going to just stop and dip into that conversation and start an argument with them. That's what people do on social media. That's pretty much what people do every day on social yeah, media. Yeah, that's what people do on social media. It's like straight up overhearing someone's conversation be like, oh word. Oh word. Well, I got y'all something didn't to think say. about this though. <laughs> straight up. Clearly y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just dip into people's conversations yeah. for argument's sake. You know what I'm saying? Not right. not to add anything to no, it, but no. to offer a counterpoint no. in order to create an argument. And you know those arguments be turning into fights. Hell yeah. Sometimes they be playing out in like real life. Yeah. Like and that's stupid. It's crazy. It's stupid. But it's common. Yeah, it happens. Like social du- media yeah. gangsters, man. Like dudes will talk so much shit on social media. Like you always got the smart, sarcastic asshole who goes around Facebook looking for it shit to jump in and say slick mm-hmm. shit and uh when they do that there's always some person who's just like really i'll punch you in the face <laughs> i will fuck you up it always happens i will, I will buy a paring knife hey <laughs> bro yeah yeah i'll get the paring knife don't make me go down aisle 13 <laughs> kitchenware on that ass i walk out with that thing on me <laughs> And see what you talk about when I walk out of Kroger. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you still got some choice words for me. Right, right, right. 
feel, yeah. yeah, I feel embarrassed anytime I really, really argue on there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got it kind of, but you know, it's kind of like arguing with people on Facebook is like yelling at people who cut you off, right, in the car, right, in traffic. It's yeah. like yelling, you know, like the people who have constant road rage. Yeah, for it's useless. Speed up, slow down. Oh, you're gonna turn? You're not gonna signal, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like. Dude, you can't control any of that. Right. Why are you arguing? It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Cut it out, you know? And so I'd say, you know, yeah, I agree. I agree. Don't argue with people. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. I I remember one time I got into an argument um with some dude. He was a fan. Um that was I, I had mentioned something. I forget exactly what it was about, but it was about something about my taste. Yeah. You know. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And it was a fan that that was not happy with what I said I liked. Oh, you something. like Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Drake. It was something along that line. Drake is trash. You know, and it was just like after a while, because it was late at night, I was, ha- I was half drunk. You know what I'm saying? And I was just having fun with it. Like, you know, a- after Suck a while. Drake's dick. <laughs> Drake is better than your favorite rapper. Right, right. Yeah, I was doing shit like that. <laughs> You know, which, which just escalates, escalated and pissed him off just, just to do it, you know, just to do it. Cause I don't do shit like that. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have fun with this. I think it ended up being like 97 comments, <laughs> some shit crazy. Like, I remember I, it was like five in the morning when we got done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, don't argue on Facebook. You know what? That whole thing is why I don't period. post shit like that. Yeah. I very rarely will post something that, like, like is my opinion of mm-hmm. like a song or music or a movie or some shit like that because movies and music everybody want to jump in and tell you not to like something yeah they always set it off I'm like yo man i like mad rappers that no one else likes yeah me too you know like i will champion like nice and smooth till i'm dead like yeah. as being the one of the dopest groups ever yes. and most people are like they're okay right i don't get it and right. I'm like, so what? It's my taste. <laughs> right. If I say nice and smooth is number one or number one. Right. It's my fucking timeline. But then arguments. Because mm-hmm. people just can't let you, they can't let you, you know what I'm saying? You can't just enjoy chocolate ice cream. In right. a, like, oh, you know, man, vanilla ice cream is better. Right. You know, strawberry is way strawberry better. Strawberry killing, killing chocolate. It's like, look, does me liking chocolate ice cream mean that strawberry isn't awesome? <laughs> I didn't know that eating a chocolate ice cream cone would be an insult to all the other flavors. <laughs> I had no idea that there was that much riding on my purchase of this ice cream cone. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. It is. It is. You know, like people do that with, with your taste on Facebook, man. It's awful. It's yeah. awful, man. I See, agree. I try not to post anything about musical taste. <laughs> Unless I'm promoting my own music, that's the Thank only you. music really that I might I might share somebody's it's sad, stuff. Man, we're not allowed to do. You that. know, I know it sucks. Like I, I I might share somebody you know somebody's stuff. I, I even even at the time even times that I share people's stuff, a lot of times I don't necessarily offer much opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll I'll post the homies thing. Yo, check out blah blah blah. You know, like I'll do that just because I don't feel like I don't feel like having to deal with bullshit. Yes, I feel like having to deal with bullshit. You know. And having, you know, 10,000 fucking followers on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of motherfuckers that can <laughs> that can start some shit. Yes. And, and you got like three or four times that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, don't argue on Facebook. It's not worth it. I agree. It's a waste of time. I agree. And that brings me to my next one, which is a perfect segue. Hit them with it. Which is how. Oh, excuse me. Brother Burke. <laughs> which is how I avoid 
arguing on these social media platforms. Mm. And I've only been doing this about a year or two. And so this is number five. Stay on message. Yes. How to avoid social media burnout. Stay on message, man. There was a while a couple years ago where I was like starting to get caught up in a whole social justice warrior thing. Mm hmm. You know, where anything that happened, I was reposted and kind of retweeting. Guys, this injustice just happened. How come no one's talking about it? Mm. How come you guys don't say shit? You know, come on. <laughs> and I was judging people by their uh, decision to either post or repost the mm. things that I felt were like injustice. important. Yes, yeah, important. Such an asshole thing to do. <laughs> but people still do it every day. Everyone does it a little, right? Yes. And um, I realized that like, I remember I was getting into debates every now and again where dudes were just like, hey, man, I just, you know, that's cool. You feel that way. But I just, you know, I follow you because I'm a fan of your music. And, you know, and, you know, just, you know, I was just like, oh, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck you and your opinion. That's all I had to say. I didn't have. OK, yeah, you're a fan. But you got to take all of me, buddy. You getting the bars and you getting the sociopolitical commentary. Right. Jack. And if you don't like it, unfollow me, bitch. <laughs> Chew on that shit, you know. I was wilding. I was wilding. Wilding, wilding, wilding. Oh, I didn't man. know I was wilding. I was just doing what I thought was right, you right, know. Right, I thought right. I was standing up for my shit as, a, yeah. as an artist should. Because, you know, people always say, well, artists, you got these voices. You got these platforms. Why you never use them to spread good and to be social and, and be out here fighting for these causes? And then I realized, you know, after about a year, I just got sick of it. I got sick of the weight of the expectation that I had to speak on every issue because naturally, once you start speaking on these issues, mm -hmm. people start expecting you to speak on these issues. Right. Now you got the pressure because if something happens and you decide to not jump into that, mm -hmm. then you look like an asshole. You say, oh man, I thought you was for the cause. Mm -hmm. I thought you really was holding such and such down. I thought you cared about the people, Print. Now this thing happened and you don't even want to comment on it. You don't want to help spread awareness. And then, and, and that was something that I set in motion. Right. I blew it because I jumped out there not knowing what was going to happen. You know, I was being played by the media like everybody else. Yes. yes. The media was playing with my emotions like everybody else. And so I was throwing all of this energy out into the social justice realm, hoping that in some strange way that would help mm -hmm. awareness is helping it's bullshit mm -hmm. humans are not unaware that there's problems helping is incentivized it's not we don't have enough incentive to do shit right it's not about us not knowing it's about doing you know what i'm saying yeah because if you're gonna post anything then try to post solutions thank you not keep posting the problem yes but that's what we do mm -hmm. that's what social justice uh motherfuckers do all day mm -hmm. All day is just a constant flow of this thing went wrong. These people got wrong. This person got wrong. This woman got wrong. This person got wrong. And I'm not saying I don't comment on these things, but my solution was to say, if I'm going to speak about this, I'm an artist. Maybe I should actually create art about this stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I stopped doing that, that's when I started getting into writing like the, you know, the perspective songs mm -hmm. and things like that. And like uh, Silver Lining, that right. came from me moving away from speaking about those situations on social media. Mm -hmm. I felt, you know, 
if if my biggest contribution to this planet after I leave is my art, it's not my tweets. Right. And 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 in that, I have to stop being so easily drawn into tweeting. Mm-hmm. I'm just wasting things and ideas and lines and ideas that I can just put in a song if I choose to do that. Plus, anything I say in a song is art. Right. It's judged differently than a tweet. Right. A tweet is a political statement. An art, I mean, art, a song is a piece of art mm-hmm. that may contain a political statement. Right. We're being judged differently for art. And and we have more leeway with the art. Right. You can talk about whatever the fuck you yeah. want in a song. Anything in a song. Part. And yeah. people, because we are artists, it's okay. Right. They don't have to agree. As long as that shit's dope. <laughs> right. Then they'll fuck with it. Right. But a tweet can't be judged as to whether it's dope or not. There is no art in a tweet. It's a political statement, mm-hmm. for better or worse. And I had to learn that, man. And then I came out of it and I said, you know what? I'm gonna take the next year and I'm gonna stay on message. You know, po- politicians use that term. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. When they go into press conferences and motherfuckers try to take them all out of their square and have them talk about things that ain't even in their platform. Mm-hmm. What you think about the zebra problem in Zimbabwe, George Bush? <laughs> Look, man, I came here to talk about the oil crisis. Right. You know, let's talk. If you got a question about that, I'm going to answer that. Right. I don't know about the zebras, bro. You said you want to talk about the motherfucking oil. Let's talk about oil. That's how I am. I'm staying on message. And what I found from staying on message and pushing that energy into my art was that I was, I was just happier. Mm-hmm. Everything got better. My, my feed got better. My interactions got better with my, 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 my fans and my friends. I stopped losing friends over getting pissed off <laughs> over dumb shit. Yeah, what they're saying and they're losing me as a friend because of what I'm saying. And it was all because I chose to use my platform to stay on message and then and, but also try to provide some inspiration on there. But but more importantly, just not get not let myself get caught up in this tidal wave that the media creates, mm-hmm. you know, to affect us, to make us watch and, and click on these stories. And, right. and that's that's what we have to really be cognizant of. Just because we have a platform and we're artists and we're smart doesn't mean that we're not uh, vulnerable to the same things that everyone else is. I mean, we're even more vulnerable to an extent because a lot of us as artists, especially if, you know, you're known in some way. We have we have a lot more channels to choose from. Yes, it's a lot more people in our feeds. Yes, it's a lot more people, and and especially if you're talking about you know for Facebook and Twitter, you know for your, there's a lot of people that you don't personally know. Yeah, so you don't really know what kind of energy they're gonna put out there. So we are a little more exposed to shit that we can't control. So you have to be a lot more cognizant about who you're following, about the energy that you're putting out there and what you're accepting in your circle, all of that stuff, all the all the points that we hit on today. Yeah. You got to make sure you got to be a little more yeah. strategic in how you go about social media, especially yeah. as an artist. And you know why I think a lot of people can't stay on message is because they don't have a message. Yes. The average artist tweets about dumb, insignificant narcissistic shit all day because they never actually put time to think about what is it that I want people to get from me? Mm-hmm. What am I on this planet to give to the world? And if you've never asked yourself that, then hell yeah, you're going to be tweeting about buying a new pair of socks or getting the, the latest Jordan 4s, whatever the fuck you may be happy about. Mm-hmm. But when you know what you're here to do, Everything that you do every day should contribute to that goal. Yes. 
if your goal is to inspire people uh, through your through your art, through your poetry, through whatever you do. Everything you put out into the universe should add to that goal, should take you a step closer. And if it doesn't, then you're off message. You got to realize the goal first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so ask yourself, what am I here to share? And, and 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 you don't and you and once you know what you're here to share, then you begin to you can begin to scope your message around that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's OK for someone like uh, an immortal technique to post about injustices. Yeah. Right. That's, that's his message. That's his message. That's congruent with everything his music is about. Yes. But if your brand is not that, you have to be careful, right? You have rappers who may be political. Chuck D can post about political issues all the time because that's his mm-hmm. platform already. As an artist, his art is about that. Everybody can't do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody shouldn't be necessarily held to that. But we should be held to a standard which is, you know, it's congruent with what we're trying to do as artists. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. Stay on message, understand what you're here to do, and sculpt your message in a way that gets you there. I completely agree. Yeah. Bars. All bars. Yes, sir. All right. Number four? Number four. Number four. Number four. Um, well, to, to go with stay on message and, you know, realize that you are not that important. <laughs> I personally don't care what you eating for dinner. Yeah. I don't care that, you know, you stubbed your toe, you know, walk into the bathroom. Yeah. I don't care that you just, you know, oh, I walked out my house and got in my car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No. You know, like, I don't care about every aspect of your life <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything that's going to help me out. Fuck your punk ass hat. <laughs> Basically. Basically, fuck your punk ass hat. Right. <laughs> you are not You are not that important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you do in your day does not have to be on social media. You don't got to be doing Facebook Live every 20 minutes. You heard some feelings with this one. I don't care. You heard some feelings with this Because it's real. Ooh. It's so real. Like, cats that. All the feelings are getting hurt with this one. Because it's so real, man. I don't care, dude. I don't care. Like, a lot of times, like, I have to just get off a social media because yeah. especially if if it's a time when some of the people in my time most of the people in my timeline especially my personal timeline don't have anything really going on mm-hmm. so then you just start getting pictures of fucking barbecue <laughs> and you start getting pictures of you know i love i love babies babies yeah. are cute cats but yeah like cats you cat know pictures. my my cat you know swiping at the phone i don't give a fuck about your cat <laughs> I really don't. I'm sorry. I don't care about your cat. I don't care about your dog. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, it's cool if you. I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I, I want to see your son run a track meet. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool stuff. Achievement. Football. Achievements. Football games. Yeah. Things like that. That's cool. But yo, man. Yo, your cat is not. I'm not feeling. It's not I'm, achievement. I'm not feeling the timeline. Anybody can pictures. buy a cat, yo. <laughs> Cats are a dime a dozen, right. dog. Dogs, all of they that. Everywhere. Man. You know how I many cats are at the motherfucking kennel right now at the pound? I'm saying. It's a million cats just waiting to get taken home. I'm saying. Nothing against, everybody your, nothing got against your cat. Everybody got a picture of a cat. You know no disrespect to the cats out there that's going to get <laughs> euthanized right now. No disrespect because I like cats. 
but they not uncommon, bro. They're right. not rare. Right. Your cat ain't special, fam. Right. Unless you got an albino lion. Yeah, you better have cat. a lion. You got a lynx. <laughs> right. Some extra rare shit. A right. fucking yeah. northern mountain lion. Yeah, come on, man. Just, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I don't you better care. have a cheetah. Something. Something, Something that can really special, really special yeah, cat. Your life is not that important. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, and, and a lot of people get this shit because they watch the reality shows. Yes. And they follow these so-called celebrities that feel the need to stay relevant. They got to post every fucking aspect of their lives. Yeah. And we as idiots that watch this shit and follow this yes. shit, we follow suit. Yep. I could give a fuck less. I could give a fuck less. Yeah. I don't care. They're like, well, if these people are on TV and they got reality shows, and my life's interesting too. It's kind of the way how everybody right. feels like their life is a book. Yeah. You know, I remember I had a conversation months back. This crackhead, I was up uh, at New Harvest. He was like, yo, you know how to write? I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, my life is mad interesting. I need you to write my book. <laughs> and I was just like, why don't you write your book? You right. know what I mean? But it was like that, that it hits on the sentiment of just like, Everybody believes that their life is super interesting. All right. And it could be. But no one wants to take the steps to develop the idea mm. or to curate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. filter this shit, fam. Right. You might have some great moments, but filter it. You know, you got to start thinking like businesses think. And the businesses always, always are taught to think, to present their information where the first question they ask is, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. That's what people ask. When, yeah. when anything is in it, people think, what's in it for me? Am I going to feel good at the end of this story? Is there a discount code at the end of this motherfucker? <laughs> right. Is there a coupon? Right, right, right. Is there a cliffhanger that's going to take me to the next episode? What's in it for me? Mm -hmm. Am I going to feel the roller coaster? Well, yeah, I agree. Your life ain't that important, fam. Yeah, it's not, man. Neither it's is not. your cats. <laughs> or your dogs, you know. They cool. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I had to get that one yeah. off the chest. Should we take a break before yeah, the top let's three? Break. Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> To all the artists out there who are working on new projects, I would like to let you all know that I'm officially doing guest features again. So if you're a producer who's been thinking of getting bigger names to rock over your beats, or you're an MC who's interested in collaborating on a song for your next album, reach out to me at info at printmatic.net to discuss the collaboration process and the prices. This is not a free service, so serious inquiries only. Again, that's info at printmatic.net. I look forward to hearing from you all. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back. Top three. Man, we the best, man. Yeah, man. We do. Who does this? No one. No, no one. one is being of service. You can listen to us and be entertained and informed yes that's what we do yes super duty man educational entertainment Edu edutainment edutainment yes shout out to krs1 no doubt edutainment we, we carrying a torch man so we got three items left of how to avoid social media burnout yes and uh did you do the last one yeah i did the last you one. last one on me okay and we only got it yeah we we getting close to that hour boy we killing it yeah we killing it, it right Woo. okay this is a big one mm -hmm. okay how do you avoid social media burnout? This is one tip for you. And I spoke on it, I think, last week. Um, be of service. Yes. Instead of looking at social media as something where you take, 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 look at social media as something where you give, give, give. Yes. Think about 
what's in it for people who follow you? Can I post things that inspire them, help them through their day, give them light into situations that they may be thinking about? Even if you only got 140 characters, sometimes you can say some shit that really changes a motherfucker. Yeah. I follow people on Twitter and they said had thoughts. I'm like, oh. Yeah, sometimes I do too. You know? It's like, yeah. oh man. It hits at your soul, it inspires you, makes you want to go out and like get things done. Give you some shit to think about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I think providing value is always important. I don't care who you are. So sometimes you gotta ask yourself, am I providing value? Mm-hmm. Am I being of service to the people who follow me? Or am I just being a goofball degenerate? Yeah, what are people getting out of following me? Like right, said, right. Know. And then for some artists, ah, art. We mm-hmm. provide art. Yes. If you're a painter, art. If you're a news outlet, news. Mm-hmm. Value. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you're a fucking stripper, titty pics. <laughs> right, right. That's valuable to real. your followers. Right, right. If you're an Instagram thought, thottery, twerking. <laughs> thottery. <laughs> Keep twerking. That's up. why I'm following you. Right. Right. Guys want to see the boobs. So whatever you got to do to serve your people and to keep them uh, happy, be of service. Yes. You know, it comes in many forms, but that's my number three. Yeah. I, I mean, I think be of service could probably be in every top 10 that we've done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, where we're doing this informative thing because, you know, it's it's one thing to, you know, to want to get something from your audience. Yes. You know, but. It's another thing to really think and purposely go at your audience with something to give them on a regular basis. Yes. You know, and that and that's something that creates like we were talking about, I think, last week or one of the weeks before about the relationship with your fans. Because if you're giving them something, if you're giving to them constantly, whether it's giving them music, whether it's giving them inspirational quotes, whether it's giving them, you know, something to read up on, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're giving them things like that, then they'll feel closer to you because they feel like you're it's a benefit to yes. be part of your fan base. It's a benefit to be on your Facebook page or follow your Twitter feed or so on and so forth. Yes. So always give, always give. And, and it'll always come back to you because then people will give to you. Facts. Provide value. Be of service. Yes. 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 Number two. It's your turn. All G. right. Number number two. Um, Designate times to be on social media mm-hmm. so basically plan a time during the day you know like have like we were talking about a while ago make your schedule yes. you know you make your, your your artistic schedule or just your schedule in general yeah then you have an hour two hours to where it's social media time yeah you know, I'm going to check Facebook. I'm going to check Instagram. I'm going to check Twitter. You know, I'm going to post. Are you saying you things. don't, we shouldn't be walking around constantly checking Twitter or our, our social P for likes and stuff like that. Of course that. not. And Instagram. You're saying we shouldn't be doing that all day constantly. All day logic. constantly. No. That's how you get burnt out. You know, because you always feel like you got to comment. Chasing those likes. Yeah. The high of the likes. <laughs> the high of the likes. You know, always, 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 always. Just just take some time. Just just set a time yep. that you have to look at, you know, check your likes. You posted some earlier. You know what I'm saying? Check and see how it's doing. But that don't mean you got to check it every 10 minutes. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you got to respond to everything, too. Right. Throw right. that in there. Yes. Woo. Yeah, because then a lot of times that creates the argument. Uh, gets, you into, gets you into shit that you probably shouldn't be involved uh, in. And then it takes time for the rest of the shit you could be doing while you're putting your phone down. Facts. <laughs> Designate times. I agree completely, man. Like you have to look at it like the more time you spend to that, you know, and it kind of goes into the whole myth of like 
multitasking. Right. Where people have been taught for years that multitasking is the best thing that has happened to productivity. But now we're finding out that it's not. It really doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Like multitasking is actually, it hurts every task you're trying to do. And you ultimately don't finish almost anything. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know. don't do it to the best of your ability because right. you can't focus. So so the same thing applies to social media. You don't have to be walking around with your phone six inches from your face, checking it all the time. Can't even interact with people because you're so worried about your likes and you posted this poll and you're chasing the results. Oh, I got to see how my poll did. You know, you know, you can do that on Facebook now. Right. You know, it's um, it's bad. So, yeah, I agree with that one. That's a great one. Yeah, thank, thank, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. So we got right. we got one more joint. All right. Number one. Hold on. We got to do the drum roll for this <laughs> he go smack him with number one yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. smack him with the Hold number a drum one. roll please All right. the number one reason of how to avoid social media burnout is don't feed the trolls say it again please. don't feed the trolls <laughs> y'all oh god. please oh god don't feed the trolls don't you know that people get on social media to just troll. Yes. Because for everybody who takes this thing just too serious, it's going to be somebody else who t- makes a, a joke. Yeah, out of everything yes. that you think is so serious. Yes, anything you hold sacred, there's somebody who's going to make fun of <laughs> Yes, this is so true. And they're on social media. Right, so they can hide behind their yes. keyboard. They may not, you may never know their name, their face, and they're, they're funny. Yes. They're witty because mm-hmm. they do it all the time. Yes. Yes. So understand that once you go down that rabbit hole of arguing with the trolls, there's <laughs> no coming back. There's no coming. Because they will find you. Yes. They will keep fucking with yes. you. And yes. And they never quit. Nah. You're like, how does he have time to post <laughs> all every 30 seconds? I'm at work. I can't post. And then right. he's just getting on you, just killing you. And everyone's laughing, <laughs> liking his comments and retweeting. And he's like, oh, man, this troll is serving me on my own post. Yes. I thought it was such a simple thing. Why doesn't he agree? Why is he hating? You know, and then you, then you start hating social media. Yes. This is the only way it's going to go because the trolls will make you hate social media. I seen a cat say the other day. He said, he said, there's only two solutions. You know, he said, number one, he said, there's two, two rules to Twitter. He said, don't feed the trolls. And tweet through it. He said, tweet through it. it. He said, crying is not a solution. Mm -hmm. Crying is not a solution. He said, uh, uh, because that feeds the trolls. Yes, yes. That's the worst thing you can do. Yes. You know, he's talking about the old girl from Ghostbusters and Mm -hmm. uh, and how she basically broke the rules. You know, because you you know you can always turn it off. Mm -hmm. How can you get cyber bullied when you can turn the internet off? No one's making you sit there, but you know you're feeding the trolls, and once you start showing any cracks of weakness, oh. They can see right. They can see it. They can yeah. smell that blood in the water. It's like, oh, he and his feelings over this one. All right, let me keep going in. Let me go deeper. <laughs> yeah, man. So you avoid it, and then you know, eventually, you'll you. What will happen is you'll become, you'll start to associate those bad experiences with the trolls as what the internet is all about. Right. And so, really, you have to start thinking proactively. What can I post? that doesn't feed the trolls how do i get my message across because that's what we're here for mm-hmm. your message as we talked about before staying on message how do i do that without feeding the trolls yeah you know yes yeah, so for some people it's difficult yeah some people it's very difficult Well, some people are trolls yeah some people are trolls and don't know they trolls. yes and so they're, they're just <laughs> creating troll food <laughs> like all the time troll food all over the place like 
trolls are eating this up. Right. And as an artist, if you're an artist with a name of some sort, you do not stoop to a troll's level in order for them to get notoriety off of you because that's what they will do. There's been a few examples. Yes. A few examples that have been that have been out there lately. One comes to mind. Talib Kweli. Yes. He is the epitome. Because he argues all he, the time. He violates every rule. He argues with cats a lot. And he sh- and he sh- you're freaking Talib Kweli. You don't got nothing to prove. Man, he needs to listen to this podcast. <laughs> if there's anybody fans here who are fans of him, could y'all please post this link on his profile. Say, Kweli, you need to listen to this. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I'm not a fan of your music. Yeah. But you are freaking Talib Kweli. Yeah, he I has respect, a status. I respect game. He stoops to the level of all of his trolls. Yeah, man. And you keep going and it's no, no, no. reason for no reason. You no. don't have to. You don't need to. He's one of them last word kind of guys. Right. I you gotta always, get the last always word. Always gotta have something to say. Just stop. Yeah. I mean, he basically his 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 uh refusal to ignore the trolls is basically how he ended up in his beef with the Diabolica guy. Right. Right? The di- is it Diabolica? Diabolica, yeah. Yeah, because Diabolica's not on his level. No, he's not. Notoriety. He's so, not. so we're saying, so the fact that you felt the need to respond and keep responding and keep responding and keep responding, you fed this whole thing up and you, you kept adding fucking, you know, logs onto this fire. Mm-hmm. It got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he's next thing you know, he's going to do a track about you. Right. And then you're going to do a track about him. Right. And, and you did him. You legitimized him more than any, you, no, that didn't change what anybody thought about Kwali for the more positive. Right. We just thought, wow. Why? Yeah. You really have a problem stooping to the level of the trolls. You're forgetting the number one rule of the internet. Mm-hmm. Don't feed the trolls. Don't feed them. Don't feed them. And no, I mean, I don't know who Diabolic is. He might have troves, dro- yeah. droves and droves of fans. I had no idea who he was until this incident. Yeah. I'd heard his name. But I had never heard him rap until mm-hmm. this incident. Yeah. And I was like, he can rap. Yeah, he can rap. I actually like him better than Kwali. Yes, as a rapper. Kwali, yes. you blew it. That's <laughs> right. not what you want right. to be doing. Because I'm checking for Diabolic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You blew it, Kwali. That's why you don't feed the trolls. Right. You know? So, yeah, you got to be smarter than that one, man. That's the number one rule. But number he, one rule. He, could, he would be served to, to take all of these rules mm-hmm. to heart. Yes. And master them. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna read them from ten to one. All right, go get ahead. out of here. Recap. Recap. We'll recap the rules for everybody who made it to the end. Number ten. Well, there's ten ways to avoid social media burnout. Number ten, take breaks. Yes. Number nine, manage the energy you put out and receive. Number eight, keep your private life private. <laughs> yes. I almost gotta say that one again. I like that one. <laughs> Number seven, selective following. Number six, don't argue with people. Don't do it. Number five, stay on message. Number four, you're not that important. (laughs) That's awesome. Number three, be of service. Yes. Number two, designate times for social media. And number one, don't feed feed the the trolls, trolls, man. Don't feed them. Please don't. And if you do these 10 things, you will never be turnt, burnt out on social media. Yeah, you won't become like Azalea Banks. <laughs> no, to live quality. <laughs> you know, you won't. You'll actually have a good time and great interactions with people. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, man. So that's it for this week, man. Yeah. Super duty tough work. We out. Peace.
listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty, tough work. <laughs>